Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Somebody said he came to New Orleans where he got in a fight or a Cajun queen and a crashing blow from a huge right hands and over the end of Ella to the promised land, Big John. Big Bad John. What's up, everyone? Big John here on Americana, the American way. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. I'm sure by now you know what podcast platform you're listening on. And you know this is Rumble.com. So, scrolling, rolling through my Facebook feed, I saw something a friend of mine posted. And it got me to thinking, uh, the only thing I, I see more in the news of, or more about, than shootings, which get all the attention and headlines for obvious reasons, uh, I see a lot of accidents, a lot of fires at meat processing plants, at farms, at uh, chicken coops. <laughs> now, I'm not talking, you know, your average ordinary chicken coop. I'm talking places with tens of thousands of birds. Uh, earlier, or maybe late last year, whatever, uh, there was a bird flu going around. Uh, it was like the, the bird COVID-19. That's not what it was, but uh, that was killing birds, and that was going to lead to higher chicken prices, and so on and so forth. But l- listen to this list. It starts on February 5th. Wisconsin River Meats Processing Facility Destroyed by Fire. February 15th. Bonanza Meat Company Goes Up in Flames. El Paso, Texas. February 22nd. Shears Foods Food Processing Plant Explodes in Hermiston, Oregon. February 22nd, fire destroys Deli Star Meat Plant in Fayetteville, Illinois. March 17th, Nestle Food Plant extensively damaged by fire and production destroyed in Jonesboro, Arkansas. March 19th, Walmart Food Distribution Center catches fire in Plainfield, Indiana. March 24th, major fire at McCrum Potato Plant, Belfast, Maine. March 29th, Maricopa Food Pantry burns down. 50,000 pounds of food destroyed in Maricopa, Arizona. (laughs) They have all kind of problems in Maricopa. They can't count votes. They can't can't keep a food plant from catching on fire. Um, March 31st. 
uh, Rio Fresh Onion Factory damaged by fire in San Juan, Texas. Mar April 13th, fire destroys East Conway beef and beef and pork meat market in Conway, New Hampshire. April 14th, Taylor Farms food processing plant burns down Salinas, California. April 19th, Azure Standard uh, Standard Nation's premier independent distributor of organic and healthy food was destroyed by fire in Dufer, Oregon. April 21st, plane crash. Whoa, we got terrorists flying planes into food plants now. <laughs> April 21st, plane crashes into and destroys General Mills factory in near Atlanta, Georgia. By the way, there, there's no proof that there was terrorism. That was a bad joke. Mammoth Smithfield Foods pork processing plant. Uh, I guess these are all fires. They stopped putting the word fire in it because I guess it got too obvious. Memphis Kellogg plant. JBS Food beef plant. Patak Meat Company. Tyson River Valley uh, uh, integra integrated integrant plant. Ingredient plant. Sorry. Dara Gold Plant, Gara, Garrard County Food Plant, Made Right Steak Company, San Antonio Food Processing, West San Antonio Foods, Hamilton Mountain Poultry Processing Plant, Carnell, um, okay, so we've jumped from 2021 to 2022 now. Uh, February 15th, 2022, Bonanza Meat Company again. Uh, February 22nd, Indiana, Louis Dreyfus Soy Processing Plant. Uh, February 22nd, Best View Farms. <clears throat> February 19th, Lincoln Premier Poultry. Uh, February 22nd, 22, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2. Uh, Shears Food Potato Chip Plant again. Uh, 2, 28, 22. Uh, Nutrient AG Solutions. 2, 28, 22. Shadow Farm and Dutch Girl Crematory. Or creamer, Creamery, sorry. Wayne Hoover Dairy Farm, Walmart Distribution Center, Nestle's Hot Pockets, not the Hot Pockets, for God, oh my goodness, Maricopa AZ Food Plant, uh, Maine Pentecost McCrum Potato Chip Plant, Rio Onion Processing Plant, East Conway Beef and Pork, See if no, these are not repeats, these are new ones. Uh, food shortages are happening because they are planned. This post reads It seems they are already at war, but most don't realize it yet. Buckle up, folks. Facebook slapped a fact check on that. Politifact. 
No food plant fires aren't an attempt to create food shortages. How do they know? How do the independent fact checkers know that? <laughs> uh, I'm going to click no, that was not helpful. <laughs> Facebook slipped a missing context warning label on this. Warning because they want to control your thoughts, perhaps. Who knows? Who cares? We know that these food shortages are going on. Uh, there are warnings, people, economists, farmers, everybody, warning us that food shortages are coming. It's already, you can already see it in the stores. I see less and less on the shelves than I have in the past. I used to go into Walmart and you didn't see a bare space on the shelf. You know, unless it was like a holiday. You know, right before uh, a big holiday. Yeah, they would be out of things like, pardon me, hamburger buns, hot dog buns, and whatever on, you know, like the 4th of July. Uh, you know, the, the good brand, well, it's Walmart. The cheap brands of hot dogs would be in short supply. The really generic ground beef. You get them shitty hamburgers your friend cooks because he's an asshole on a cheapskate. And they start out, you know, this big around, sort of flat like a hamburger should be. And by the time he's done cooking it, you got a ball of fat and ground, ground beef because there was so much water and fat and crap in the burger that came out when he cooked it and they're like almost round don't buy cheap shitty ground beef if you're going to invite me to a barbecue or cookout at your house all right get the get the 85 percent at least or you know be be a friend to get the 90 percent ground beef like i do anyways just a pet peeve uh i've noticed lately at the stores okay obviously everyone's noticed the prices go up like every day the last, like, three days in a row, the price of gasoline has gone up here in Ohio. So I'll guarantee you, the next three times I go to the grocery store, the prices will go up about a week from now. There's usually a little delay. Um, you know... The portion sizes, though, I've noticed have gone down at some of your fast food joints, at some of your, uh, with some of the products you're getting off the shelf. The quality control is down. Like this bottle of Dasani I'm drinking, okay? The, there's usually a, a, a green ring right here, and the, the bottle itself is usually a lot more solid. Here's one I bought a few weeks ago. This green ring that tells you it hasn't been opened yet is still intact. This one, when I opened the bottle, the green safety seal thing came off with the cap. That's not a big deal. It's just an observation. This bottle is, 
uh, what would you call it, perforated like, with like little grips. So you get a little grip there. I don't know if that's what those are actually for. But, and it's just more solid. It, there's more plastic in this one than there is in this one. So companies are cutting corners wherever they can. It's little stuff. I mean, the Dasani, well, I fill these up in my sink after I drink the Dasani out of them. But, you know, the Dasani still tastes like fresh water should taste, which is no taste at all. But it, it's like the quality's going down. It's a 20-ounce bottle. I can guarantee, I'll bet you anything, not, not long from now, it's going to be a 16-ounce bottle at the same price. They're going to... I mean, I don't know, maybe they'll just keep raising prices. I mean, I know stuff like Coca-Cola. I, I see more of the one liter bottles now uh, at about the same price as the 20 ounce, which doesn't make sense, but I've always been told you pay for the, the packaging more than you pay for the Coke when you buy a Coke. I, I don't know if that's true or not. What? Not to mention the aluminum and the tin can shortages. You know, little cans of dog food are in short supply. I know a lot of you don't care about dogs, but I do. Uh, and it's not, you think it's not a big deal. Well, it's just canned dog food. Buy, uh, yeah. Buy a bag of dog food then. Well, bags of dog food are another one of these things that I'm noticing the portion size, the size of the bag, has gone from like five pounds down to three and a half, and it's the same price. Not to mention when there more people go from buying the canned dog food to being forced to buy the bags, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to end up with a bag dog food shortage too. And that's going to happen across all of the food spectrums you know when the high quality chicken is in short supply you're just going to buy a lower quality chicken okay fine what happens when everyone's buying the shitty cheap chicken you know it's it's just crazy uh, everything's gonna go go nuts they're saying that it's going to really hit us this fall. It's the first week of June, and we've already seen, uh, at least where I am, the average price of gasoline seems to be $5. Never in my life did I think I would see $5 a gallon gasoline. It got up there a few times when George W. was president. It got into the fours, and we started losing our shit. Um, but these rising gas prices coincide with every time Biden cuts back on drilling and fracking in the United States.
so simply and plainly, we're being distracted by the Ukraine-Russia war where we have no business. We're being distracted by um, things like Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, which it has more importance in life than you realize, but we won't go there. And you have these these food uh, factories and plants catching fire. And it, it's hard to believe that that number of facilities caught fire in that short amount of time. When is the last time in your life you heard of this many meat processing plants catching fire? Now, a lot of them lost a lot of money in uh, the COVID era because they were shut down. And every time, you know, you had an outbreak of COVID, you had to shut production down at the plant. Well, that cost people money. Could some of these places be uh, setting plants, some of these owners be setting plants on fire to collect insurance money? Hey, that's entirely 100 possible totally possible but something shady's going on um, and the American farmer's been taking it on the chin for years maybe they're just fed up and saying screw it we're out of the farming business you know we're out of the food business I don't know uh, I'm just just throwing out ideas for you I lay it out for you to play it out dog what up, dog? All right, let's take a breather and talk about the strippers that overtook Joel Osteen's uh, sermon this week. We had strippers at Joel Osteen's church this weekend. Uh, I saw the picture um, of the lady. I made a meme out of it, actually. So if you're on my Twitter or my Getter, you can uh, look at this meme. But being a smartass that I am, I put it turned ugly dot dot dot. Then at the bottom, dot, 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 the choir made it rain $1 bills. <laughs> so it turned ugly when, dot, 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 the choir made it rain ones. I don't know. I thought I, thought I was funny. Um, these abortion rights protesters, uh, this lady that's protesting, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, she's wearing a white sports bra and uh, white, like, bikini bottoms, I guess you would call them. And 
on the breast of her sports bra there two green hand prints. I guess that means keep your hands off my my body. She's got a belly button ring. She's kind of, she's average, but she's still pretty. I mean, she's not. She probably was stunning, but she probably put on a little weight. Well, I, I've put on a lot of weight, so I can't say anything. She's she's not a bad looking woman, um, as far as that goes. Uh, I know people are gonna make their remarks, and frankly, a lot of these uh, a lot of these pro-abortion women. I wouldn't want to impregnate in the first place, so I'm not sure what they're worried about. They say, oh, well, you know, some man might want to rape me. No. Even rape... No, no. Rapers are assholes, but you fugly. Okay? And, and some of these women are men that are men dressed at, as women. Some of you have beards and five o'clock shadows and look like ZZ Top. And they're out there carrying on about abortion. And by the way, when you hear about men getting pregnant and men get uh, men can get abortions too, no, these are transgender men, which means it's a woman who has gone through testosterone therapy to look more masculine. It is not a biological man that somehow got a baby shoved inside them. It's a woman posing as a man. When you hear about men getting pregnant, that's a whole nother thing, but I just wanted to throw that in there, out there. Um... When she was being tossed out of the church, the audience at Joel's church started cheering. Joel was still going through his sermon. Like he, he, I assume he knew what was going on. It was kind of in, it, remember, he's at a mega church. Um, and so this was kind of in the middle of the audience. So uh, maybe with all the stage lights and things, he couldn't hear her on the stage, couldn't see her. I mean, it looks like she's pretty well lit, but then again, you gotta remember, he's got lights blaring on him, glaring on him, or blaring. He's got lights shining on him to uh, help the TV cameras and stuff. So, and plus, I, I don't know, if, does he wear an earpiece or Okay, I guess not. Some people, they wear um, earplugs, not to plug their ears, but so they can hear themselves. Uh, anyways, he doesn't have that. So the audience cheered as she was being escorted out by security. Uh, I did see at one point she sat back down like she might be trying to resist security. I... I'm a little concerned because there was a very young-looking woman next to this lady. And I don't know if that was her daughter, but the person next to her, her who looked very young also you know, stripped down to a bra and underwear 
with the hands on the breast, the uh, painted handprints painted on the breast, um, and they're yelling, you know, of course, my body, my choice, hands off my body, blah, blah, woof, woof. You can think what you want of Joel Osteen. You can say what you want about him. I was a fan of Joel. And I, I won't say I dislike him. I won't say I I don't have any ill will towards him. I'm just not as big of a super fan as I was a year or two ago. And I got introduced to Joel Osteen because I was a, a, a fan of his dad. His dad, John Osteen, started the ministry. They had a small church in comparison to the Compact Center where the Houston Rockets used to play basketball. Uh, or it was actually small in comparison to a lot of churches. But I was watching this one night, and man, he was just giving it all. This John Osteen was. And it came to the end of the sermon. And, you know, the, the music quieted down. And he started to talk. And I was like, oh, he's going to ask for money now. This is the part where televangelists ask for money. And he didn't. He said, don't send money to us. We didn't, we're, not, we're not asking you for a donation. We're not like some of those television preachers that ask you for money. Uh, our, our members give their tithes, and that's what helps uh, us bring this broadcast to you. Because they, the TV preachers, they do have to pay for that airtime. That's why you don't see commercials during uh, church services. Well, there aren't very many on TV anymore. But they used to be all, all over the place. Um, but the, the thing that I, start, I started to not like about Joel is, yeah, he supposedly has a humongous house. Um, he advertised, you know, has pop-ups on the TV screen for the books that he sells and all that. Um, he says he doesn't take any money from the church itself. I think he says that. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I thought I heard him say that. Uh, he makes his money off speaking, tours, appearances, uh, book sales, And I know they, there was a, uh, oh, what do you call that? A reporter, if you want to call them that, uh, nitpicking him that uh, in his book he doesn't quote the Bible one time, and you know, but he sold you know millions and millions of copies. And Joel started to cry, and the guy said, "Are you crying because you, you know?" You don't mention God in your book, and you know you're pretending to be a Christian to sell books. And Joel said, "No, I'm crying because I've helped you know 10 million people." My opinion of Joel Osteen right now is he's more of a Christian motivational speaker than he is a pastor. Um, 
and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I don't think his sermons are misleading. Uh, some people... that are perpetual negative Nancy's in the church say, oh, I don't like Joel Osteen because he preaches positive. He says things are going to get better. No, no, no. If you read the Bible, they're going to get worse. That's not what Joel preaches if you listen to him. And honestly, this guy that was saying this was a, is a lazy ass anyhow. Uh, but anyhow, he's a guy that should not be doing Bible study or filling in for the pastor and he doesn't anymore but anyway that's a whole other deal um, nice guy but just goofy as tits on a bore so think what you want of Joe Osteen these women are an example of what's wrong with society and with the world now they have the right to protest whatever they want to one of the past pastors where I go to church says at one of the churches I go to says all the time people don't know what the Bible is today kids don't know what the Bible is uh, this woman that was protesting at Joel's church she looks like she could be in her 20s or early 30s. She's a millennial. She may not know what the Bible is. She certainly does not respect the sanctity of the church itself. And this again is where I say, think what you want to of Joel Osteen. That's your business. I'm sure when they bought this building, this arena, they, pr they prayed over it, they blessed it, they asked God's blessing over it. And that turns an ordinary building into God's house. And that makes it more than just a building. So this woman didn't understand that she was disrespecting God. She wasn't showing anybody a lesson. She wasn't teaching Joel Osteen a lesson. I'm sure this was in some response to a sermon of his that was anti-abortion. And it's in protest of the uh, possible overturn of Roe versus Wade, which will bring the legalization of abortions back to the state legislatures for uh, their decision. That being said, you don't strip down 
to near nakedness. Although Adam and Eve were naked in the garden. Yeah, I get it. Ha, huh? alright. No, you don't got me there. You don't cause a ruckus in God's house. Listening to a sermon is more than just listening to some guy talk or some woman talk about the Bible or about God or um, a motivational speech uh, that about God that you know with God in your life your life might get better your life will get better won't get easier but it'll get better okay you're not just it's not just some guy talking yes there are churches that are like that because the pastor is a false prophet or a false teacher I do not judge Joel Osteen on that level. This woman thought she was disrupting a church service to make a point. And this is where our society's separation from God and from faith and the lack of knowledge of the church has led to Hopefully this woman gets saved and turns her life around. But this is what's leading people to hell. Because you don't go to a place of worship and commit murder, disrupt the service, uh, get naked to prove a point. Watching or listening to a sermon is an act of worship to God you're saying to God through this human give me your message give me your word teach me God through a human being what you want me to learn about you okay so disrupting that sanctuary in the middle of a sermon is very ignorant and is wrong okay now that being said let me give you an example when I was in Boy Scouts we we were allowed to go to a local church and they had it was a huge church and you know they had like an indoor basketball court they had a a big uh, restaurant size kitchen they had a big uh, dining area where they could set up tables and have large dinners and what would happen is some kids, one in particular, would want attention and would run around up in the sanctuary where they held the church service, where the pews were, where the preacher stood on Sunday morning. Not while the service was going on, but on Cubs or Boy Scout meeting night. And we were scolded by our scout leader because 
Of course, once he started his running around and acting up, the rest of us would get aggravated and chase him down and beat him. Sorry, God. Forgive me. Um, but we were, we were told, not really scolded, but talked to in a firm voice by our uh, Boy Scout leader that we're not to go up into that sanctuary. Now this not during this wasn't even during a service. This is like on a Tuesday night. It wasn't church wasn't going on. But he told us that part of the building is sacred. It's sacred. It's special. It's not a place to go play around, run around. And this was a, a old church and there were lots of like cool passageways up in the sanctuary and all over the building kind of like hidden doors and the, the stuff really neat uh, but we weren't we were told very plainly you don't run around up there now fast forward well I'm old 30 years or more than 30 years just leave it at that uh, and you've got people in the middle of a church service getting up and undressing and yelling and carrying on so God bless you all I hope I made you think I hope I sparked some flame in your imagination of thought um, y'all pray for me please and God bless you and your families pray for one another and I'll catch you next time, y'all. Chicky checka, the rim and rhyme wrecker. Dropping bombs from here to Mecca. Boom shakalaka. I don't want it inspired me to do that just now. <laughs>